Manimal here. It is Thursday, January 11th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league and catch up on everything we've missed the last couple of days while we've been absent. We're also going to talk about Rangers arbitration hearings. We're going to also talk about uh, the last time the Rangers had an arbitration hearing. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And, hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, just reminding you guys that your Texas Rangers are the defending world champions going into the 2024 Major League Baseball season. If you want to talk to me about that or you want to hear me talk about it, you can check me out on social medias at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out that website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. That's all one word. Yes, sir. And joining me, my co-host, without further ado, after a week of technical difficulties of personal things going on because we are human beings we are back and back with me my co-host 300 pound animal aka bull aka bull knight with a cowl in the cake tonight uh, that's right yes the superhero bull knight here tonight uh <laughs> uh yeah we, we hey hey like I, we gotta let you guys know we had a super episode lined up for <laughs> tuesday night it was all yep. ready to take place, and then the charger that I was using took a big giant dump in the middle of my car, and mm-hmm. uh, my phone died, and we weren't able to get the show all together. Uh, then we had some sickness between myself and, and Kevin's families, so we weren't able to get back until right now, but we are back. We got a ton of stuff to talk about. Arbitration cases all came out today. Um, we could list off the names and of all the guys that, that avoided arbitration today, like Zach Gallon and all those dudes, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the notables that are going to have an arbitration case. And then we're going to talk about the Rangers that, that, uh, signed and, and didn't sign. We've got a, we got history. It's been 23 years, but the Rangers are going to an arbitrator. Yeah. So before we jump into Rangers news, let's just. Do well, as we, we gotta, normally we do. Gotta tell them. I gotta oh, tell them. Oh, yeah. We gotta yeah, talk about Facebook. Yeah. Social medias, Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal 300 on Instagram, and Bull Pro on both Facebook and TikTok. So, whatever your favorite platform is, get at me on there. We'll talk about uh, we'll talk about this Adalis Garcia $1.9 million. Yes, yes, please. Let's let's talk about it. So uh, arbitration is Full underway, so we'll have ton. We've got, we'll have a lot more to talk. We have a lot more to talk about now. Um, in case you're not familiar, actually, I think this is actually fair because I probably just now really figured out what the arbitration thing actually is. And if this is redundant for our fans, maybe uh, just you know have a little patience because not everybody uh, is as knowledgeable as uh, my co-host is. And I just now, like I said, learned about arbitration and what all that means. So maybe just give a quick cliff notes on arbitration and kind of what that all means well most of the time what arbitration it's just you know the last couple of years of your your um 
what minor league contract or your first contract where you play, you know, the first handful of years for so much. And then the next year handful, you, you get a raise a little bit. And then your last couple of years, you know, you're trying to make a little bit of money and uh, you know, you go with a number, they come back with a number. You guys meet in the middle probably most of the time. And then, you know, all is taken care of. And then every once in a while, you come with a number, the team comes with a number, and you just can't get together. And you say, hey, you know what, let's have an arbitrator tell us what the deal is. And then a judge looks over the case, or an arbitrator looks over the case, and he's going to say, well, you know, I mean, the man hit 40 home runs last year and was the Mm. uh, MVP of the championship series, you know. Maybe five million is a little low, but maybe six point nine is a little high, and you know, or whatever the case may be, and and they come together, and he gives a price, and then that's what they they end up playing on. Sometimes it's the player that wins, sometimes it's the team that wins, sometimes they have something in the middle, and then you know, sometimes you know they come over the top of that. And they like extend a guy or something like that to get rid of those arbitration years. And then whenever he's a free agent, he's a free agent and he can move on or resign with the team. Love it. Love it. So uh, a lot of big arbitration uh, cases around the league. Why don't we just kind of start jumping into the, uh, you know, the, the, the notable ones. Well, the notable ones that are going to go to a case, uh, Louis Arise is going to go to a, an arbitrator, Jazz Chisholm. So the, the, the Miami Marlins are up against it. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is going to be uh, going to an arbitration case. Devin Williams, um, the uh, airbender, he's going to go to a, a arb case. Uh, Austin Hayes, the all-star from Baltimore. Uh, Mauricio Dubon, the utility man from Houston. And Tommy Edmond. Uh, utility guy from St. Louis. Those are the, some of the notables to have an arbitration case. And, you know, they're, they're somewhat a little bit there. All those cases are closer than, than Garcia and the Rangers, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a, uh, it's a pretty interesting, I mean, thing because the uh, Rangers like, are going to be making some history, but we'll, we'll talk about the Rangers was, in a minute. I was in high school the last time the Rangers had an arbitration case. Well, and so a lot of a lot of them, a lot of arbitration cases going on. Mo- I mean, pretty much these deals always get done. Um, oh yeah, and they'll and- get to an arbitrator, and most everybody got done. Uh, you know, most of the ones around around the league, all of the ones with the Rangers outside of Garcia got done. So for the most part, they get done, and they'll yeah, get done and- at some point. And when they when they hit an arbitrator, he's going to make a an assessment, and it'll go from there, and they'll play with that. Love it. Love it. Well, there were there were some signings that have happened throughout the week that we haven't even got to talk about. Uh, we tried to talk about one the other day, but um, he, you know he unfortunately. Um, well, we just didn't have. <laughs> we I had the things, man. I ran out of yeah, juice. yeah. We had the thing. So, um, I- Imanaga. There you go. Dota Imanaga, who we've talked about him occasionally. I mean, he's a high strikeout pitcher, um, but. But overall, I mean, the stuff is more like a four or a five. He's going to sign uh, what looks to be a four-year, $35 million deal with the Cubs. After the second year, the Cubs can decide whether they're going to extend that contract to five and uh, 85. 
Um, and they have that option after both the third and fourth years, I believe. Um, and then he also has, or after the second and third years, I'm sorry. And after that second and third year, if they don't come together on something, he can uh, become a free agent as early as 2025 off season. Wow. So, um, Imanaga, 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 Imanaga. Yeah. Imanaga. So, you say kind of a four or a five. I mean, it's kind of unprecedented to give a a guy of that caliber this, you know, this much of a contract. So that must mean I'm just going to speculate that he does have a, a a a ceiling. Like he does have an upside that might be better than that. But he's just projecting at that four well, or five. But maybe may... he's got a more of a ceiling. He may or may not. It depends on how he translates and what his stuff does over here. But, um, you know, he's 30 years old, so it's not like he's one of these young, young guys that are coming over. Um, I think, you know, the Cubs, it, it may end up being something where they end up extending him out to 5 and 85 or whatever. But, uh, you know, they're testing the waters on it, trying to do it for, what, 15 for the first couple of years um, and then see what happens from there. Yeah, yeah, so – and then um, a guy that we had kind of had our eyes on a little bit, um, maybe had some interest in, but uh, looks like he's going to be going and playing for the Yankees. Marcus Stroman uh, gets, was it two years, 37? Two and 37 and a half, something like that, uh, with a third year option at 18 million, which is a player option. So, you know, betting on himself again that he'll have a couple of good years that he can hit the market again at, but 31 or 32 maybe. Um, and then, you know, who knows from there? He's one of the, he's a guy that, uh, you know, he's a good pitcher. He has his ups and his downs. And when he's good, he's really good. And when he's bad, he's really bad. And, um, you know, I mean, he's pitched in New York before, so maybe that won't be an issue. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I probably not my favorite guy that was on the market this year. Um, I, I think he kind of bet on himself and it didn't work out as well as he probably would have preferred. Um, but, you know, they've got a couple, they, they made an offer to Snell and Snell was like, and they were forty million, and then, you know, hit Stroman and, you know, a couple of years with Stroman, see what happens with him and uh, uh, plugging him into that rotation. So the Yankees balk on price. What do you think about that? Oh, well, on Snell? Yeah, like what What do you think about the Yankees balking on price? Like that, that it's, it's not here where we're seeing, right? where we're seeing record, we're seeing record contracts everywhere. And you got well, the Yankees balking on contracts. You wouldn't imagine, right, that they would have bid on Otani just because of having Aaron Judge in the lineup or whatever, but. Like whenever Yamamoto is going somewhere else for $25 million that mostly is a signing bonus mm-hmm. and the Yankees not willing to go higher than what they, yeah, that's, that's just wild stuff in my opinion, because, you know, we're so used to the, the, the franchise that would be willing to give Randy Johnson way more money than he's worth at 40 years old, just to make sure their fan base was happy and, you know, I mean, Cashman, mm-hmm. he's kind of changed, and, you know, maybe he's uh, was uh, glibbened with age, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but... it's just peculiar to me, you know, especially in a year it's where different. you're talking about spending, 
that the biggest spenders of all time, probably in any sports team, ever, are, anywhere, are not making the biggest moves. And yeah, yeah no, I'm in. You know, it's some of that same frustration that that we've got right now here in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing the Rangers don't have, or the uh, the Yankees don't have, looming over their head is the uh, financial kind of questions that we might uh, might be having in terms of like the TV deal and that sort of thing. But uh, anyway, so Stroman's gone, uh, Iwanaga's gone. So the 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 starting pitching is just kind of. You know, kind it, of it, slowly but, you know, but surely coming off the market. Well, and what uh, the 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 highest point that you can look at in this whole thing is the idea that the one guy that we've been in on, the one guy we've wanted, the one guy that the Rangers fans all want to bring back, he's still out mm-hmm. there. So yeah. that's the one thing. I mean, when you're looking at this free agency, I mean, when your number one target or the what your fan base. Uh, believes is the number one target is still out there. That's always a positive. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, until Jordan Montgomery comes off the board and isn't a Ranger, you know, I mean, the, the, it's right there for the taking. And, you know, I mean, so starting pitching is dwindling, but that piece that the Rangers want so uh, mightily is still there. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's a really positive. Um, it's a very positive, excuse me. So who oh, we, Ooh, a big one. There we go. It's a, it's a very positive outcome for the Rangers, I think, uh, to just kind of see that that Montgomery is still out there. Somebody hasn't uh, snatched him up, and uh, we can just kind of hope for the best as it relates to that. Well, and another another high uh, high end pro, uh, um, free agent came off the board last week. Before oh, in between since we've been on the air last is. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, who he's going to get twenty three and a half million dollars, and wildly enough, mm. eight and a half million of that is going to come between the years of twenty thirty and twenty thirty nine. So another one of those wild. Um, let's stack the deck and put together as many free agents as we can, and and see how much we can spend and defer. And and you know, Teoscar was in on that and happy to take eight and a half. I guess between. You know, have his own very own Tejasker Hernandez Day, which is going to be overshadowed by all these other days. But um, he'll get that money, but to, uh, probably long after he's out of the league. And um, you know, so so you know, in, interesting stuff from the Dodgers' perspective. They also made a little trade today that sent yeah. uh, former top prospect Michael Bush and uh, middle reliever Yency Almonte to the Cubs for a couple of uh, high-ceiling starting pitchers, Jackson uh, Ferris, who was a former second-rounder for the uh, Cubs, and then Zaire Hope, who, uh, good stuff, but uh, walk rate super high. Dodgers will probably turn those guys into Walker Bueller and Mm -hmm. whoever else that they've turned into pitchers in the last 10, 15 years, and... Basically, it's opening up roster spots for the Dodgers so they can continue to do what they're doing. Wow. Um, any more free agent news that we need to – or uh, any other around the league news? Because lots of going on. But if we keep doing this, we're not going to be able to talk about the Rangers. No, no. we got to get into the Rangers. And before we do that, i got to remind everybody that Friday, January 26th at the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, just a 
stone's throw south of Interstate Highway 30 over there. You can catch Matt War Pro's Brawl at the Hall. It's going to be a big time out there that night. We've got a big main event. Rick Savage versus Damo McCullough. I had lunch with Damo McCullough yesterday. His mind is in the right place. I can't wait to see what happens, but you know, it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be bloody. Wouldn't be surprised if those guys are out on Rosedale or over at uh, the Quick Trip fighting it out because it's going to it's going to be serious that night and I can't wait to see it. And I hope uh, everybody else is excited about it as I am. Can't I can't forget to tell everybody though that our uh, sponsors Big Dogs Hot Dogs, Kelly's Onion Burgers are going to be out back whipping up the food right out of the truck. We're going to have Martin House Brewing there. They're going to be giving away free beer all night long. Uh, So you come in, you get your ticket, you get some beer. That's how it works at this show. So take advantage (laughs) of that. And our friends at Starry Ice Cream, she's going to be back there. She's going to be whipping up some of them delicious treats. She's going to have all the the flavors out there and, uh, you know, whatever the price is, just give her the money. It's worth it. So Friday, January 26th, come on out for a big time at the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get into some Rangers news. Um, So we're not going to talk about the big story just yet, but the Rangers have made a few signings, a few interesting signings. I I think they're interesting. Well, I think a little more. I think there's a couple of interesting signings in here. Uh, Shane Green was a former all-star. He's a guy that's pitched in high leverage situations in the big leagues before. Uh, Jonathan Holder, Austin Pruitt, both guys that have pitched in the big leagues before. Probably going to come to camp on non-roster invites. And, uh, you know, as we as those start getting pushed out, and, and I would imagine they uh, are all, you know, getting invites. And that's the reason they're signing. Uh, <laughs> Come over, you know, try and make the team in the bullpen and, uh, you know, see if they can uh, uh, put together what they've put together in the past. If Austin Pruitt pitches anyway, anything like he did last year with Oakland, man, he should make this team. I mean, he's a good pitcher. He's a good out of the bullpen guy. And, uh, you know, they're banking on maybe Shane Garrett coming back to life and putting together uh, something for him out of that bullpen as well. So the Rangers doing uh, what I think is uh... – I think it's kind of these kind of moves are super smart to me. I love this kind of stuff. Um, again, as long as we're not, um, I don't know how many do these guys get roster spots. No, no, these guys are coming in on minor league. They don't. No one in the league is going to give them a, a forty man spot, so they're going to go prove themselves somewhere. Awesome, awesome. So, um, so let's see. The so Rangers have a have all of their arbitration the guys. Catcher, no, the, the Rangers also signed oh, a catcher oh, yeah. before we get yeah. too far. Nice. Uh, Nizer. Nizer. Uh, Andrew Kisner, I want to say, is how you say it. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know why it's said that way, but I, I believe that's right. Hmm. They, they signed him to a one-year, $1.825 million contract. Um, he's going to have a chance to be the backup catcher here. Uh, makes you think that they're not uh, 100% sure that Sam Huff is ready to take that job yet. And with him being out of options this year, it's looking like he's going to have to clear probably to even get back to Round Rock or make this team out of there as a either third catcher or maybe backup uh, first baseman slash DH type role. Mm, but it, it is peculiar. I mean, well, okay, so you said he's – did you say he's out of options? Yeah, Sam Huff, I don't, I'm pretty sure he's out of options. 
they may be able to get him an extra option because he was a 2020 um, call up whenever he shouldn't have been in the league at all. So they might okay. be able to get him an do. extra. I think option. they have one for him because I'm looking so over here at the roster. Option this He's year. got one more option. Maybe, okay. maybe that has a little something to do with it. Okay, so that that makes a lot more sense now. And there's no telling how much Kisner's going to do here. Um, I think they do like the idea that he's a pretty good leader. I mean, last year uh, with the Cardinals even kind of being in a backup role uh, was, you know, designated their captain, a good clubhouse guy, guy that's got a little bit of power. Um, And, you know, who knows? I don't know exactly why St. Louis. I think it's because they wrapped up so much money in Wilson Contreras and they weren't going to go to arbitration with him and have to pay him three or four million dollars on top of what they're already paying Wilson Contreras. So that's probably why they non-tendered him. And, uh, you know, I mean, quality backup in the big leagues, 1.825. I mean, it's it's money, but it's not, you know, like, you know, what, they, what the other contemporaries around the league are getting for that same backup role. Yeah, and not a – I mean, definitely going to give you a little bit of something at the plate. Uh, you like how I use just... other contemporaries? Mm, nice. That was that, that was very, that, very um, – Like making it something else? Yeah, yeah, that was very um, – yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with your uh, – with your, your classic, right? savvy, your savvy and your wielding of the English language. It was real classy. Yeah, it felt it felt like uh, it felt like we were, you know, in a in a in a in a literature. Um, anyways, I'm going to stop now because right, I feel so like I'm just getting worse. Arbitration cases, right? So, <laughs> so seven out of the eight arbitration cases that the Rangers had have been settled and uh, are in the books under contract. Uh, we'll start with Nate Lowe. Nate Lowe's going to get seven and a half million dollars next year as a uh, reigning. Gold Glover with the Silver Slugger in his belt as well. Dane Dunning's going to get $3.25 million after being Rangers Pitcher of the Year. Jonah Heim's going to up his salary by about $2.75 million at uh, $3.05. Uh, Leody Tavares is going to get $2.55 million. Jonathan Hernandez is going to get $1.245 million. Brock Burke is at one point zero three five and Josh Spores is at one point zero two five. And uh, that pretty much wraps up everybody that was uh, under or that was arbitration eligible for the Rangers. The other guy we'll talk in a minute about. But anybody surprising on there that got more money than you were thinking or anything like that? No, I, 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 no, no, because I think all the players that you're talking about were all guys that had years that for them were memorable years. I mean, um, what did Spores get? Maybe not Hernandez. Right, right. What did Spores get? 1.025. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think he's worth that. Um, and then what you said, Hernandez? Hernandez got 1.245. I mean, not bad given that he uh, spent all of know. last year at AAA. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. bad. Well, but he's electric, and I mean, they're they're counting. Oh, he's on got him. the stuff. Yeah, they're counting on him to bounce back and be a big part of this bullpen next year. Well, I think everybody you mentioned um, that avoided arbitration is going to make a contribution next year, which is great. Um, which is, in my opinion, that's a great. Uh, 
that's a great sign of you built a pretty pretty decent team. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know the, those guys. I think low seven point five. That was maybe a little bit higher than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have seen him more like six, but you know he's got the hardware to back up what he did. And you know, I mean, he was I think second in doubles last year and on the team and maybe in the league overall as well. And you know, uh, upped his. Uh, defensive runs saved this year by 19 or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, hats off to Lowe. He's going to get paid. He's going to be around. Um, he's still got, he's going to be here till 2027, I believe, is the last year on his arbitration year. So, you know, there's no reason why by 2027 he might not be making, you know, $18, 20000000 million a year. Hmm. No, I, I agree. Um, before we cut out here and talk about down on the farm with the boys. I don't think we have any other Rangers news, do we? No, that that's pretty much, you know, when arbitra- arbitration comes out and there's no real signings besides, you know, minor non-roster invites and you know, I mean, I don't know if you want me to do 30 more minutes on Andrew Kisner. I don't no. know. Like, no. no, but yeah, I'm going to drop so. something. I'm going to drop a little <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going to stir the pot a little bit. Um, so we had a pretty extensive conversation off air just about the Rangers and their free agents from the championship team. Let me give you a quick, a quick rundown here. So eight, I think eight free agents made a contribution, made a meaningful contribution to this team. Um, Robbie Grossman, I mean, I'm sorry, below Robbie Grossman, we're talking like Brad Miller, Sandy Leone, Matt Bush, Jake Odorizzi, Brett Martin. I mean, those guys really weren't names that that made a contribution. But when you go from Robbie Grossman on up, you're looking at Grossman, Martin Perez, Austin Hedges, Travis Jankowski, Will Smith, Chris Stratton, Raldis Chapman, Mitch Garver, and obviously Jordan Montgomery. That's eight. Those are eight players that were all names that got called at some point or another. I think the one on here that probably didn't leave any – that no one's going to be like, oh man, I can't believe he was such a player. Was was Stratton, yeah. um, though he was a still still a pretty decent reliever. I Hedges um, on there, but we already talked about that, right? And then I mean, you you look at Hedges, you know, even if you consider Kisner and and look pretty at good just the difference. Hand. No, I mean Kisner. When you look at the numbers, it's not even close. Um, but I mean, you know, only four guys are left of these. Uh, it's more than eight, so. So you've got one, two, three, four, five guys that are already gone. And the only thing left is Grossman, Jankowski, Chapman, and Montgomery. So you got four guys left. Um, none of those other guys are coming back. I, I really think there's actually a chance that you could maybe bring them all back. I think the, well, I if you think- got these four guys all to come back, I think it would be a kind of a win. And I think that, I mean, maybe outside of Grossman, but -hmm. you might bring Grossman back just to platoon on left-handed hitters early for, or left-handed pitchers early for Evan Carter. Mm -hmm. Just because like, let's think of it as the, let's think of it as the Brad Miller role. Like I'd rather the gross Grossman be in the Brad Miller role than Brad Miller. Well, yeah, I I could see that. I mean, he's not, you know, just kind of the veteran guy at the end of the bench that he's there if you need him, but. You know, Dad Gummy, he stubbed his toe. He got turf toe, so you got to put him on the, the IL. Spot. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I agree. And again, you know, early in the year, he may be brought back just to try and, you know, bring him in as a little bit of a platoon with Carter to before we find out, you know, in case we can, in case we find out early that Carter isn't going to hit left-handed pitching right away. So we'll mm-hmm. just see. But there's some names out there. I mean, Montgomery, I would be elated to have him back. I'm not uh, opposed to having Adolis Garcia or, I mean, Araldis uh, Chapman back. Um, I'm mm-hmm. also, you know, I mean, you know, like I can understand why those dudes that left, they took the money and ran. I mean, Stratton, yep. you know, that he got a pretty good deal. Will Smith got a pretty good deal. Austin had. Oh no, I don't, I'm not. I'm not bringing Stratton back for eight million. I'm not bringing Will Smith back yeah, for five. It's, yeah, I mean, Austin Hedges at four is a huge stretch. Yeah, so um, there's a chance. I mean, if Jordan I think Garver's the only one here. we both agree, right? Like, I think Garver. I wouldn't mind. Ha- I wouldn't mind having him. That back. wouldn't. That was probably the the one that I would be the most likely to have been on board with of the ones that are gone. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So, Hey, but the let's, reason uh, they're not so interested in signing all of these guys is because they have this really deep, deep farm system. They do. They do. And you got to find out what you got. You have to find you, out you, what you, you got. You have to like, this is the year to find out what's going to happen with Foscue um, you know, Foscu is the first one that comes off the top of my well, head. But I mean, and, you've also and got Anellis. Duran and mm-hmm, guys Duran, that came from this Josh farm. Smith. Yeah, guys that were brought into this farm and, and came through the farm. JP Martinez, he's on the 40 man. I want to see what they've got with him. Absolutely. Um, That's no, I, a I, lot I, of the I, reason why maybe Jankowski isn't back. No, and I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it because I want to see that left-handed bat. I love J.P. Martinez. So, hey, if, if you had been listening to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, you'd know all about these guys. Uh, you wouldn't have just been hearing about them. You'd know how much discipline Justin Foscu has at the plate. You'd already know about the amazing uh, history and story of how J.P. Martinez got to the big leagues and why he was such a big international signing and his, I think his connection to Shohei Otani. Like, if you were... Following us down the farm. Yeah, you're following. That's right. If you're following us down the farm with the boys, you'd know all about this stuff because you've been uh, getting all your minor league news from us and you'd have known all things about the Rangers minor league because that's what we cover on down the farm with the boys. This is where you make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization wide. Our top 40 list prospect list was out before uh, out while out before the other guys uh, list. And uh, we, we got our top 40 list on there. And it's actually got an extra five prospects on there. Uh, we break it down into two shows. That's on there. We've got deep dives of every minor league level and how those teams did in 2023. We're right now going from to each going to each level and talking about their starting pitching and what kind of depth they have there. And it's been just a blast. So tons of content on there. Two bucks a month. If you pay two bucks a month for the entire year, it's going to be the best $24 you spend in 2024. So go over to our website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. All one word. Or you can go to our Spotify page and subscribe today. The www has made it in as just part of the show now. Yeah, it's part of the show now. <laughs> yeah, tremendous. <laughs> so when people listen to the show, they're like, what is this 1997 <laughs> podcast? Were there even podcasts in 1997? Didn't we just call them like interviews then? Or radio show. No, they were like uh, 
blog talk radio or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Indie Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, blog talk radio or something like that. Yeah. Back in the day. So Dan Callahan getting a shout out. Mm, well, I remember our buddy J-Cal has been doing this for 20 a years or something. Years. <laughs> it's been a long yeah, time. We're going to have to bring him on whenever we uh, talk about those angels. The angels. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have see him on. Let's see if he's as excited about Ron Washington being there as we are. Mm, that one cuts a little deep. But um, anyways, well. One guy, huh? Let's go. One talk about, talk about cutting you deep. Yeah. For, so for the first time since uh, I was in high school, you might have been just fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. The Rangers are going to arbitration. Hey, 20 bucks to you if you can name the last guy the Rangers went to arbitration with. Oh my gosh, I, we've talked about this. Uh, Twenty bucks. Total. That's a that's a big one. And we're talking in in the in what ninety? No, two thousand. Two thousand. In two thousand, the last guy the Rangers went to arbitration with. Two thousand. Golly, man. Hold on. Left-handed 99? power hit the first baseman. Uh, left-handed power hit Mark Teixeira. No, that's no. he's after that. Way after no. that. Lee Stevens. Lee, Sm- Lee Stevens. <laughs> Lee Stevens. So he was the last guy, and the first guy since Lee Stevens to go to arbitration is going to be in 2024. Mm-hmm. The great Adolis Garcia and the Rangers are about two million dollars apart. Mm. Okay, give and him his. Give him his. About at five. The and Adolis wants about seven, mm. and uh, an arbitrator is going to listen to that, and we're going to we're going to find out soon what he comes to the conclusion of. I personally hope the Rangers extend him a year past this and, and give him like two and 18 or 19, something like that, and, and pay him for, for his next year. I don't disagree. I, I think Godalis Garcia, let's just, let's just get him to free agency and, and cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of know where Sebastian Walcott's at at that point, or maybe mm-hmm. Anthony Gutierrez, or or those cats that are waiting in the wings, or Wyatt Langford may be athletic enough and big enough arm to play right field. You know, we're just going to have to see what the case may be, but as long as he can be a Texas Ranger, I'd love for him to be a Texas Ranger. Yep, yep, I, absolutely. Man, we have moments with this guy. I mean, like, all of the greatest moments Big in our moments. history. Yeah. To me, all are tied to Dallas Garcia in some form of That's my favorite moment in Ranger oh, history. Man, it felt so good. That was like, remember when Bannister snatched up A.J. Hinch by the collar <laughs> and, like, at the home plate? That was, like, that to me. Like, that kind of big moment. Bigger, because we actually bigger, won the whole bigger, thing. Much bigger, because it was in the playoffs, not in, yeah. like, hey. So you want you want some some uh, before we uh, sign out of here you want some Lee Smith or Lee Smith Lee, Lee Stevens, Stevens. Uh, Lee Stevens facts and numbers. Let me get those nineteen ninety nine numbers. Yeah, that, so nineteen ninety nine Lee Stevens, he slashed two eighty two, three forty four, and he slugged a four eighty five, which was a two year was his was a two year low for Lee Smith. Actually, 485. But remember, back in 99, everybody slugged over 450. That was just what, especially at the ballpark at Arlington. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, these numbers sound good for right now, but we, we, these were, this was 99 when like, what was it? Who was the cat that hit 57 home runs? Steve Finley. Steve Finley. No, 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 uh, Luis Uh, Gonzalez. 
Oh, I was going to say uh, Brady. Brady and, yeah, yeah, those guys. This is when guys like that were hitting 50 homers. So, like, take it with a grain of salt. But I will say this. Lee Stevens from 97 to, to through 2001 uh, hit over 20 home runs a year. Um, drove in pretty much consistently drove in 70 runs. Uh, career 448 slugger, so not bad, not bad. And then he had an ops plus over 100, one, two, three, four, five times in his career. And he was a guy that was kind of a prospect for the Rangers. He was a first round pick um, in uh, 1986. In, what in Montreal? So drafted by the California Angels in the first round of the 22nd, uh, first round 22nd MLB amateur draft so he uh yeah he definitely was a bit of a prospect there it took him forever to get to the majors um looked like because he because he his batting average what's that how many years did he end up playing in the big leagues 10 he yeah, had a career sure, yeah so yeah he yeah, had a career he, he probably got paid he probably won he probably got that arbitration case it's i'll tell like you what 97 through 2000 to deserve it yeah, and, and I mean, but remember, this is he played first base in DH, and this was back if you're going to play first base in DH, you had to hit 300 and drop 40 bombs a year. And, and you had to play runs. in the American League, so half the teams were gone too. Exactly. So it's like, um, so his his 162 game average of 30 doubles, 23 homers, and 85 runs batted in sounds good, but for the era, it probably was Did below they move average. On? No. No, 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 no. There was, I mean, just remember, there were like, I mean, you had, you had uh, guys like all over the league doing that. I mean, I bet if we went through the first baseman um, that year well, in 1999, we don't, we don't have time for no, that. But. No, but if we did, it would be like, geez, Louise. Okay, you know. So, anyways, fun, fun time. So, hey, thanks everybody for tuning Lee in. Stevens, and it's a trip down memory lane with Lee Stevens. Well, if it's been since high school, we had to at least give it a minute. Um, a that's a long time 24 years to not go to arbitration with anyone 24 years so thanks everybody for tuning in uh you know thanks for hanging in there with us as we kind of sorted some stuff out this week uh we will be uh we might drop in on the weekend and get an extra get an extra Maybe in there. Tomorrow. we'll see what happens with the rangers yeah we'll get we'll, we're gonna get you a little we're gonna try our best to to make it up to we'll you get one more this week somewhere for sure and we'll definitely be dropping in on you for the uh exclusive content to get uh to Sunday I believe night. At, yeah i believe we're gonna be at high a hickory this, this week. will be uh this will be show number 30 for the mm. farm show yeah so thanks everybody for uh subscribing to that um, don't forget to follow us on social media, TX Rangers WTB, and remember that website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. All one word. Where you can subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys where we cover all things Rangers minor league, just $2 a month. That's $24 you'll spend in 2024. Thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform. For the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull Knight, this is your boy Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys, signing out.